Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Welcome into another edition of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor alongside Bob Casper, son of the legendary golfer Billy Casper. Thanks as always for joining us here on the show. Hit us up on Twitter at Real Golf and thanks for accessing us on iHeartRadio, SiriusXM, your favorite radio station that's carrying the program or your favorite podcaster site that you can listen to at your convenience. Again, Twitter is at Real Golf. Got a good one for you. Jeff Rude, the man that was born rude. He joins us, veteran golf journalist here in hour number one. On back nine, we're going to do a little deep dive into equipment and putting with Sean Toulon, one of the giants in the game of golf and manufacturing, founder of Toulon Design and the general manager of Odyssey and a senior vice president with Callaway Golf. Always look forward to having Thule on the show. And then America's favorite caddy will stop by as well. So big lineup and some really good topics to get to. Bob, the first thing that I got to bring up is Phil Mickelson winning... <laughs> Uh, I mean, four out of six yep. PGA Tour Champions events that he's entered, he has gone on to win. He's also the reigning PGA champion, and he's going to be a commentator for the match next week, day after Thanksgiving. I'll tell you what, pretty impressive stuff by Phil Mickelson at 51 years old. No doubt. Uh, always a state of mind uh, when you start to win golf tournaments, especially when you have an opportunity to win some on the PGA Tour champions when he first uh, turned 50, and then he goes on to win the PGA Championship this year and then adds another couple more onto that win total. So um, he's got to be believing, hey, if I can win an, a major championship at 50, I can take it to these guys out here if I if I decided to do a full slate, although I th- don't think he will. I think he'll cherry pick. Um, and uh, play the big ones that he wants to, the majors that he wants to um, with that over 50 circuit, and uh, we'll see him, a steady diet of him on the PGA Tour. I mean, how good is he, Bob? I mean, yeah. he's, do you just show up? These guys play out week in, week out, 
You know, they're obviously great players. Bernhard mm-hmm. Longer, by the way, wins the Charles Schwab Cup yes. uh, when it's all Again. said and done, which is amazing. Uh, but those guys are good. It's not like he just, you know, it's a pushover. But he, just, he gets the juices going. We're going to play some sound from him from nearly about 10 months ago when he talked there in the desert about how important the early West Coast start was and mm-hmm. how that would determine. Well, it didn't go so well, but... You know what? It finished okay for Phil Mickelson. We'll talk about that. Such a good show coming up. Thanks for joining us. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you here on Real Golf Radio. More Phil, more of the top headlines. And Rory says he's found his game. Pretty cool. Uh, It's all next right here on Real Golf Radio. For over two decades, First Tee has created experiences that build character. We believe every kid deserves to feel supported, safe to try something new, and to be prepared for what comes next. We develop their swing, but more importantly, their inner strength. Because we know what's inside doesn't just count, it changes the game. Come join us at First Tee. Visit firsttee.org. To get your highest performing tour ball, you need to build it with the highest quality. To get the highest quality, you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints. And to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core, you need unique 3D X-ray. That's why one tour ball is more centered than another. And it might not be who you'd think. ChromeSoft. This ball really does change everything. There are currently 2 million American spouses and children whose family member was killed or disabled in defense of our country, which is why I founded the Folds of Honor providing educational scholarships to the families of 1% of the Americans who protect our freedom. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Please join our squadron today. Your $13 a month speaks volumes and changes lives forever. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. Those who know love heading to St. George, Utah for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What if there was a Scottsdale-style golf resort in St. George where you can stay and play? And what if you could own your own residence there? Well, now there is. Introducing Black Desert Resort at Entrada. The second and final chapter of the Entrada Vision offers a full community with exceptional amenities from residential villages, hiking trails through preserved lava flows, spa, world-class dining and shopping, and a Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course. It's literally an outdoor paradise that will strengthen family bonds and make lifelong memories. That's life at Black Desert. Find out how you can stake your claim at blackdesertresort.com blackdesertresort.com exclusive real estate opportunities are available now black desert resort at entrada unlike anything you've experienced before (laughs) 
Now, back to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper on Real Golf Radio. Real Golf Radio. Welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. This is brought to you in part by Black Desert Resort in St. George, Utah. Go to blackdesertresort.com and find out about this all-new Complete golf destination in southern Utah, complete with a 19-hole championship, Tom Weiskopf-designed golf course, residences, shopping, dining, spa, everything you want to enjoy, uh, a little golf vacation, 36-hole putting course. This place is going to be outstanding, and there's some unique real estate opportunities available at Black Desert Resort. Dot com. Bob, we mentioned Phil Mickelson and picking up the yeah. win on the PGA Tour Champions. I thought about this. If this was Tiger Woods doing this right now, it would be all anyone was talking about. Mm-hmm. And it only seems fair that we give Phil Mickelson his due. You know, I, I think back to, you know, the fact that Tiger hasn't been playing, you know, of late. Obviously, he's getting healthy, and we're starting to see signs that, you know, he might be able to have some normalcy with life. And maybe, just, you know, maybe we could see him back on a golf course at some point. But missing seeing him in competition – Reminds me how much I appreciate still able to watch Phil. And it's going to be a bit of a sad day when both Tiger and Phil are done with competitive golf. Much the same as I, you know, I'm sure it was for you when, when your dad and, and Arnold and Jack and Gary and Watson and these, I mean, Watson's kind of still went at it for a while. But, you know, when these guys started to hang it up a bit, it's, it's kind of an end of an era. It definitely is. But thank goodness, you know, guys in my dad's era and also these guys like Fred Couples and Phil Mickelson and Jim Furyk and Steve Stricker, those guys all have a place to go where we can continue to watch them play some championship golf. Mike, where's another one? So, um, but you know, when, um, when a guy at the age of 50 can play in 23 events on the PGA tour and get a win and still make $2.7 million while, you know, that's pretty darn good playing. Well, that's great playing, right? And I think we ought to celebrate that a little bit. This is how Phil got there, right? Uh, at the beginning of the year, he loves to play uh, out of Palm Springs. He was the unofficial host there for a while, and, and, and he's, you know— it's kind of his place out there in, in Palm Springs and in the desert. And so we uh, wanted to start off, and, and his comment there, we this was back in January of 21, where mm-hmm. he talked about how critical the West Coast start was for him uh, to determine how he was going to handle this season. This is Phil back in January. The start of this West Coast is is an important time for me, the, the first two months of the year, I would say, because... I will be able to see if I'm able to play and compete at the highest level, which is ultimately the goal and my desire. And I haven't been doing it consistently the way I would like the last few years. I'm optimistic that some of the changes in the two areas that I needed to work on, which are driving the golf ball and putting, I'm optimistic that I've improved those areas and will allow myself a chance to compete. And if so, I'm going to really make a push on the regular tour and see if I can make the Ryder Cup and and, and start working the the next few months uh, towards that. But if I don't, my love of the game of golf is to play compete and and have chances to win, which is what the Champions Tour provided me last year. Uh, when I got to play and, and, and do well in those events, feel the the fun and excitement of, of competing with a chance to win, as well as seeing a lot of the guys that I used to play and compete against. So that I'm not going to rule that out either, but my goal is to get off to a quick start on the West Coast I would love to get a win or two under my belt. And then if that happens, I'm going to try to make a push for the Ryder Cup. And if not, I've got to be realistic and and continue to do what I love, which is compete. 
All right, there you go. That was back in January. So that event at the American Express, he shot 74-72 and missed the cut. Yep. So he would go on to make the cut at the Farmers Insurance Open there at Torrey Pines in his backyard, 71-72, 74-72, only broke par once and finished tied for 53rd, missed the cut at Pebble Beach, shooting 74-80. And then at the Players' Championship, huge rebound, by the way, going from shooting 80 to three rounds of 71 and, and then around to 72 to finish mm-hmm. tied for 35th, tied for 25th at Honda. That was his best finish of the season so far. Missed the cut at Texas, tied for 21st at the Masters, uh, missed the cut at, at Valero, Texas, uh, or excuse me, at Valspar. And, you know, it, it and then, and he finishes 69th at Wells Fargo. Two weeks later, Okay, yep. he barely had one, two, two top twenty fives. A tied for twenty first at the Masters, tied for twenty fifth at Honda. He comes back and he wins the PGA Championship at Kiwa Island, probably the most improbable course for someone that's fifty, almost fifty one years old to win. Let alone Phil Mickelson with the wind and all that kind of stuff. Amen. So that is just remarkable in and of itself. Here's Phil Mickelson talking about um, how fun he was having. And I think that was the key. His attitude that week was really good. I'm having a lot of fun. And to play well, to know I'm playing well heading into the weekend, to to be in contention, have a good opportunity – I'm having a blast. I'm excited to for the weekend. So this has been this has been a lot of fun. The, the following week, Phil uh, reminisced. I had a glimpse there, obviously at Charlotte in one round, but I wasn't able to sustain it. And then to hold it together and play some really good golf over 72 holes last week meant a lot because uh, I had seen the progress, but I hadn't seen the results. And so that's why I say I had a belief, but until you actually do it. Um, it, it's it's tough to really you know uh, fully believe it. Well, it was hard for all of us to fully believe it. To be <laughs> honest with you, it was one of the more remarkable things that I've seen in 22 years of covering golf. One of my favorite moments was in 2004 at the Masters when he picked yep. up his first major championship, and then seeing him win uh, his was that his fifth, sixth major, sixth major championship. Is that right? Yeah, something like that. Yep. Uh, is was uh, was just absolutely uh, remarkable. So. Uh, anyway, hats off to Phil. And remember, he shared this story early in the season as well about how Xander Shoffley uh, was able to inspire him. I remember a year ago to this day, almost to the day, where I was playing a few rounds at the farms with, with Xander, and um, we played a match, and he went out and shot 64, and, and I'm like, wow, all right, uh, I, I want, I, he gave me a pretty good uh, beating, and I wanted to, so let's do this again. So a few days later, we went and played again, he shot 63. I'm like, wow, okay, um, let's, let me try one more time. So we go out next time, and he shoots 62. And on the 16th hole, 220-yard par 3, I had to press, and I hit one four feet, and he makes a hole in one. And I went back and talked to Amy, and I'm, I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to beat this guy. I mean, he's probably playing the best of any player in the world right now. And then he came to Colonial the following week and almost won here last year. But seeing that and seeing the way that he played with this calm and um, didn't try to overpower every hole, but would try to overpower the holes that he should and then keep the ball in play and get the ball on the ground and hit his iron shots pin high and be solid from inside 15 feet, I saw what it looked like uh, to play at the highest level and, and, and so forth. Well, just prior to Innisbrook, I started shooting the same, those same scores at the same course, and I felt like I should be able to 
compete, and I went to Innisbrook and missed the cut, and I didn't shoot the scores, and I didn't uh, execute on tour the way um, I had been at home. And so I still had a, a barrier to break through, and that's why I was so frustrated is that I wasn't bringing my best out when I knew I could, and um, I had a glimpse there, obviously, at Charlotte in one round, but I wasn't able to sustain it, and then to... And we heard the rest of that quote earlier, but uh, really cool story with Xander Schauffele yeah. inspiring. How about he presses and then he makes a hole in one? I love that. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, and we've mentioned this many, many times. These guys play at a different level. Okay. So it's almost like maybe kind of uh, cyber vision, so to speak. You know, he sees Xander playing as great as he was. Um, and those guys start to mentally focus and see things, and and when they do that, they kind of start to get into a zone. They start to play better, and then it's just a matter of time before those things start to really kind of take a hold. Yeah, well, it obviously lined up for them, and what what a year to remember for Phil Mickelson, and congrats on Phil winning the Charles Schwab Cup championship and, of course, Bernhard Longer for winning the overall Charles Schwab Cup Um Phil Mickelson shot a final round 65 to win that tournament. Rory McIlroy opened up the DP World Tour Championship with a 65 and said, I found my golf game. And I think that's encouraging news for Rory McIlroy fans around the world. We'll talk about that coming up here in just a little bit. Plus, um, a, a lot of changes coming to the game. We got the match coming up next week, Friday, day after Thanksgiving. Bryson and Brooks and Phil Mickelson and Charles Barkley, among others, will be on the call for that one. Jeff Rude, veteran golf journalist, uh, will join us coming up next. We'll ask him about some of these changes. Have a good golf chat with our good buddy Jeff Rude. Stay tuned. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Hotel Park City, along with the Spa and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, are open. Parents were tired, forced into homeschooling, juggling work at home and kids at home. Well, take a staycation and escape to Hotel Park City. The pool's open, fitness center, bandanas grill, Ruth's Chris, the spa, and the golf course. From suites and the cottages that offer private hot tubs on the balcony and three fireplaces, you got to get away. To Hotel Park City, call 435 940 5077. That's 435 940 5077 for reservations today. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried and Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some. Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools. They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, Go to mountainlandsupply.com. 
to find the location nearest you. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through through everything to put my concerns to rest. And the day of the surgery was so easy. Really, one of the simplest things I've gone through, and it worked. I could see instantly. And 12 years later, I haven't had any issues at all. I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway. Well, you know, close to 300 yards. Anyway, schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com. Join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir, Bruce and Boyd Summerhays, Bob Casper, and me. Oh, and mention Real Golf Radio, and you'll save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Do it now at Hoops vision.com now back to real golf radio talking golf back when 300 yard drives were big for real here's brian and bob all right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio. And really excited to bring in our next guest. He's a longtime friend of ours and a veteran golf journalist. You know him as the Rude Man, Jeff Rude, joining us right now. What's up, man? Hey, guys. It's always a pleasure. Miss you guys. Yeah, well, we miss seeing anybody. We haven't been out to an event in almost two years. So we're kind of kind of feel like we're holed up here and, and haven't been out to see the gang. But it's... Uh, yeah, how are you doing? How was everything? You know, I'm good. I'm good. I, you know, I play golf three days a week, so that's pretty good, huh? Yeah, I should say. <laughs> I'd say. Yeah. yeah, that's more than I play, which is most people would think I play a lot. So, but, yeah, uh, you know, speaking of travel, I don't miss all the, you know, uh, going to the airport, going through security, going get a rental car, checking the hotel, find the golf course. You know, uh, even with GPS, you know. Uh, I don't, I don't miss all that. I miss, uh, I miss time on the driving range and I miss people like you. So, oh, that's uh, nice. yeah, that is the best, wasn't it? Hanging out on the driving range, watching the guys, you know, what they were doing and talking to them and their, their coaches and their caddies. And that, that just kind of, you kind of feel like you're part of the, the scene a little bit, part of the traveling circus when you're out there. Well, people used to ask me, what's your favorite part of the job? And I said, hanging out on the range Tuesday and Wednesday at a tour event for yeah. anywhere from, you know, four to eight hours uh, is where you get your information and you find out what makes a touring pro tick and what they're working on, what they think about issues and so forth. And, I mean, that's how uh, a lot of my friendships were forged. And now you're just out there grinding on the range. Well, I don't know about that. I practice twice a year, so I, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> so your practice is out on the golf course. You know what? That's not bad. Bob's dad used to That's say that. The way my dad used to do yeah. it. Yeah, my dad. My dad would only go out on the range to hit golf balls to warm up. He never spent a lot of time hitting a lot of golf balls. He felt he felt you needed to learn how to play better and hit shots by being on the golf course and actually out playing, and uh, you know, and he, and he'd play. He'd play early in the morning because a lot of people play later in the day, so he always played early in the morning. You know, uh, Lanny was that way, too. He he didn't like practice. He liked to go and play 36 a day and learn how to 
you know, learn how to play the game. You know, I played with a guy, I don't know if I told you this, who took uh, lessons from your dad, or was it a Billy Casper? Uh, golf uh, camp? And, and, yeah, golf camp. And uh, I, uh, Todd uh, used to be a teaching pro at Kapalua. Anyway, Todd hit his right. Uh, he, he didn't hit it far, but he hit everything straight. He had his right elbow tucked to his right side the whole time, and he said Billy gave him that. Interesting. Uh, when he was young, when he was like, I don't know, 10 or 12 or 14. Hmm. Uh, and uh, the the guy was one of the more accurate players I've ever played with. Hmm. There you go. I like yeah. it. Well, I wanted to I wanted to bring you on talk a little bit. You know, before we came on the air, we were talking golf swings. And by the way, that's fun, and that's the part that I miss too. You know, we just sit sometimes in the media center and and talk about this kind right. of stuff. And um, but you know, talking golf swing, just talking golf in general with you is always enjoyable. But you know, we we mentioned Phil Mickelson. You, you were talking about kind of this compact backswing, and and it's really interesting. Brandel picks up on this a lot. You know, with with Phil, he's always had that really long and fluid and kind of lanky swing and and a lot of movement you know with with the body and everything and and it is interesting isn't it that phil's never been uh, until his little coffee trip of late and calf efforts it really never been the fit one out there but yet he's had some impressive longevity now he's won four of six starts on the champions tour picked up a major the pga championship this year you know at 51 i mean at 50 it's pretty remarkable what uh what phil is doing and how his career has continued well, it, it really is. There's a couple things in play. Uh, you know, like you said, it, you could say it was surprising going back and looking how fit Tiger was versus, you know, Phil didn't, uh, you know, you know, back, at, you know, years ago, he talked about uh, burning subcutaneous fat, you know, so Tiger looked more like, uh, you know, the, the triathlete, you know, the, the fit athlete. And, and, and here we go. Phil has lasted way longer and broke down way less. So that's one, that's one thing. That's a surprising thing. The other uh, two other things, one, don't, don't let him fool you as far as not working out. He's worked out with Sean Cochran, the fitness trainer for a long time, uh, for a long time. So he's fitter than anybody. And the third thing is he has a long swing and long swings last longer. I remember a Turnberry before uh, in uh, in '09 in when when Tom Watson was contending and broke everybody's heart uh, by not winning um, everybody's heart except the Sink family. Uh, yeah. But uh, Watson said uh, when he was a kid, uh, his dad uh, his dad who was a good player. Uh, told him, uh, wanted him to shorten his swing. And Stan Thirsk, his teacher, said, don't listen to your dad. Keep your long swing. Long swings last longer. And no- nothing's ever been truer. Look at look at him. Look, look at the guys who have played well in their 40s and 50s. Sam Steed, long yeah. swing, right? Julius Boros, long swing. VJ Sw- Singh, yep. long swing. Tom yep. Watson, who almost won the Open on the Acosta 60, long swing. Phil Mickelson lost long swing so uh there's some uh there's a lot of facts to back that up pretty interesting stuff so um you know as brian mentioned uh four out of six wins on the champions tour or uh, the pga tour champions um and and winning that major Uh, i'll tell you what you know he's still got some game in him 
but he, you know, he quite hasn't decided which side to step onto uh, as far as his consistency of playing and where he's going to play his most. Well, yeah, I mean, he's a cash cow on a Champions Tour. I think he's just going to cherry pick big stuff and, uh, you know, still try to compete on the on the regular tour. I mean, look, look at, uh, you know, winning a major. That extends his, uh, you know, exemptions and so forth. So uh, that was one of the most remarkable things I've ever seen in golf. Not only did he win the oldest guy, you know, broke, broke Boros's record, you know, over age 50, winning a major, uh, how calm he looked, you know, that whole thing about meditating and, and he just looked like a, a Zen master out there. He looked way different than ever before, you know, wearing the Southern Sheriff sunglasses and walking around very calm. Like, uh, it was, it was amazing. It, you know, it just added to the long list of what will Phil do next. I mean, that was, that was, uh, remarkable. Jeff Rude joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Where do you put him right now? I mean, you look at Phil Mickelson, 45 wins. He's tied for eighth all time with Walter Hagen, and he's just uh, six behind Bob's dad, Billy Casper, 51 wins at number seven. Byron Nelson at 52 wins. Uh, Palmer at 62 wins. Hogan, 64. Nicholas, 73. And then, of course, you got Woods and Sneed there at 82. But where do you when you think when you look back at this and you consider that of the top winners all time uh, on the PGA Tour, Woods and Nick and Mickelson are the only ones that really have played in this generation. All the rest of them are you know guys that played back in the 40s, 50s, 60s, you know, up into the maybe into the 80s. Yeah, you know, I, I uh, a few years ago I. I did a fair amount of study on, on, you know, ranking one through 20 all time. You know, when Phil won at Muirfield, won the open championship at Muirfield, he was right in the cusp of, uh, you could make an argument, uh, a 10th or so, you know, I think I had him 11 or 12, you know, now I think you're looking at him right around, you know, 10, 11 with Gene Saracen. Uh, you know, we can figure out the other guys, but he's right around 10th, uh, you can make an easy argument on that. And, uh, uh, you know, you could, you could, you could probably argue ninth if you got a little creative, but, uh, you know, gets the, the problem with the top 10 guys is you can only squeeze 10 guys in the list. <laughs> yeah, okay. Right. You know, so. <laughs> let, let me ask it this way to you, Jeff. I mean, this is something Bob and I hit last week and this will transition to our next discussion. You know, with the PGA Tour announcing this, uh, you know, six tournaments. Well, I shouldn't. Sorry, with Golf Week reporting that the PGA Tour is right. going to do this six tournament series in the fall, maybe as early as next year. This big money grab, adding more and more cash. Um, you know, it, it's interesting going back to this top ten wins list. That outside of Tiger and Phil, all these other guys played when the only way to make money really on the PGA Tour was through winning on the PGA Tour and top tenning on the PGA right. Tour. Do you think that there's going to be a, I mean, outside of what Tiger and Phil have done, do you see guys getting uh, to this many wins? Or does the demand on their schedule as well as the amount of money in their accounts maybe dilute their I don't know if it's drive or desire or just even availability to win that many times. Yeah. I don't know that there's going to be the same hungriness, you know, um, 
you know, it's, it, it's different because you make so much money. I, I, I remember even going back, uh, you know, to the late nineties with Payne Stewart would, would talk to me and other people about how golfers were underpaid. Uh, I don't know that they're underpaid anymore. Uh, the purses, yeah. you know, during the, what the first dozen years of tiger went from 70 million to 280 million. So, and, 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 and they're, you know, they're, they're throwing bonuses left and right, like you were talking about. But, uh, you know, I, I you know, is somebody going to get the 40 wins again? Sure. Maybe, you know, could Justin Thomas do it? Maybe, you know, if he puts better, but, uh, you, you know, the depth also, one of the reasons, one of the, one of the reasons we don't have, uh, uh, you know, as many victories these days is, you know, the depth is way, way deeper than the Byron Nelson, Ben Hogan years. Yeah. Yeah, def- definitely is. Um, you know, and you just threw out, you know, uh, purses on the PGA tour went to 280 million after tiger, you know, uh, the European tour now comes out and, and says they're changing their name to and their branding to the DP World Tour, and they just added $200 million to their purses uh, going forward from now on. So money keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and now the PGA Tour is going to add those six more events um, where they can attract all the best players, 50 players, um, and they're going to pay them stupid amounts of money uh, to keep them captive or keep them wanting to play the PGA tour and not go elsewhere. Well, you know, again, does that make somebody play, want to play more, want to make, want to pay less, play less, excuse me. You know, if you can play less and make more, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I just think, uh, I just think people were hungrier back in the top 60 days, the Monday qualifying days when you had to, you know, you had to win, you had to finish in the top 10 to make money, the grinding and so forth. And, um, it's a little cushier, uh, now, uh, particularly with, with what you're talking about with more, more prize money at stake, you know, guys, you know, this as well as anybody, if you look at PGA tour press releases, okay. They mm-hmm. talk about top tens that a player has. Top, Joe Blow has top tens. Bob Casper has top uh, so many top tens. Brian Taylor has so many top tens. You know, they don't talk about victories, okay, uh, uh, in the press releases. It's, it's about top tens. You look at the press releases they send out after every round, you know. Uh, so there's already that top ten mentality. Mm. Interesting. What are your thoughts next week, Thanksgiving day after Brooks and Bryson, the match, they're going 12 holes. Uh, we're going to have, by the way, you mentioned Phil Mickelson. He and Barkley are going to be commentating on this thing. So that, that should be worth tuning in in and of itself. But uh, what, what's your take on the match? And then just this whole Brooks Bryson thing. I can't remember if we even had a chance to visit with you about it this year. Yeah, I, well, it'll be interesting. Uh, you know, this is capitalizing on, uh, you know, branding, right? This is, uh, you know, golf hasn't had a feud in a while, right? Uh, you know, so uh, this is just capitalizing on, uh, you know, two guys who have uh, thrown barbs at each other over a year or two. Uh, you know, uh, you know, if uh, it'll be it'll be interesting to to watch the dynamic between the two. Uh, 
okay? You know what? They were kind of lovey-dovey at the Ryder Cup, but everybody gets lovey-dovey at a Ryder Cup when you smoke the competition. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, you know, it, w- it won't be, you know, I don't think they're going to get in a fist fight where, you know, maybe six <laughs> months ago you thought if they did play, you know, uh, th- there could be some pushing and shoving involved. But I, I think this is going to be an opportunity for them to market themselves. Yeah, going for that pip money, right? Pip money, yeah, yeah pip money. <laughs> it's just an MOA for pimping. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, talking about the PGA Tour sweetening the pot anytime there's a threat, I mean, we can go back to 1994 with a couple things. When IMG was talking about having, you know, uh, Norman and uh, Greg Norman and Nick Price couldn't play in the Ryder Cup, so, you know, uh, IMG talked about having a, you know, a President's Cup t- type thing. Uh, the PGA Tour uh, beat him to it, uh, you know, when they uh, beat him to it and came up with the President's Cup. Uh, you know, uh, when uh, the FTC was breathing down the Tour's neck back in 93-94, uh, Fincham went and lobbied uh, congressmen. Uh, when Norman came up with the concept in the same round of time, 93, 94, uh, of a world tour, that's when, uh, the PGA tour stepped in and goes, no, we'll have the WGCs. You know, when the, when the premier golf league popped up in the last year, you know, all of a sudden the PGA tour said, we'll come up with tip money, you know, burgeoning money for, you know, clicks and curating. And now with the premier golf league, they're, they're, they're doing this. So the PGA tour doesn't fool around when somebody shows up on their doorstep trying to threaten it. Yeah, there's no question about that. Uh, always good stuff. I, I know we're uh, being a little bit uh, stingy with your time, so uh, we'll let you go. But, man, it's good to visit with you. Uh, Bob and I, we, we, I think every time we, we uh, end a conversation, we talk about how we need to get together and play some golf, and we haven't made it down there to Orange Tree yet, but uh, hopefully this will be the year now that travel's back open a little bit. Maybe we'll we'll find ourselves in Orlando and we'll tee it up for a couple of days. That'd be fun. Yeah, you got, you guys got an open invitation. Um, do you guys ever come to the PGA show in Orlando or or uh, traditionally? Or no? Traditionally, okay. yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, let me know. If you're coming this way. You got an open invitation. All right. That'd be a lot of fun. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it, Jeff. Thanks. All right, guys. Hey, have a good holiday season. You do you as too. well. Jeff Rude, the great veteran golf journalist, joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Love that guy. I'm telling you, I could talk golf with Jeff all day yeah, long. Yeah, fun. Just really awesome. appreciate him taking some time. All right, we'll take a short break. More continues next here on Real Golf Radio. Building a driver to deliver more speed isn't new. The way we're doing it is. We're pushing artificial intelligence to go even further. The new Jailbreak AI speed frame is designed to promote faster ball speeds across the face. It's a structural shift in design, delivering performance in a way you've never seen. We're not just building drivers, we're framing the future of speed. Only in the new Epic Drivers from Callaway. 
Have you heard? There's an all-new experience coming to St. George, Utah. Black Desert Resort at Entrada is a full community resort experience featuring a resort hotel, private residences, world-class dining and shopping, a Tom Weiskopf designed championship golf course, and so much more. With a simple message of remarkable within reach, Black Desert Resort beckons you to visit and even stay for a lifetime. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available at blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada, unlike anything you've experienced before. I started Folds of Honor above my garage 13 years ago because 90% of spouses and children of killed or disabled U.S. service members receive no federal education assistance. Our mission has never wavered. We honor their sacrifices by educating their legacy. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to you, I will be a construction engineer. An elementary school teacher. Thank you for helping me fulfill my dream of going to med school. We're able to award these scholarships because patriots like you refuse to turn your back on the cost of freedom. Join the Folds of Honor squadron today. Your $13 a month will help ensure we never turn military families away. This is your call to duty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to people like you, I know my dad is not forgotten. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. Welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Thanks so much to Jeff Rude for joining us. This segment is brought to you by Callaway Golf and the Chrome Soft family of golf balls. Chrome Soft, the ball that changed the ball. Check out CallawayGolf.com. You're going to hear more uh, from Callaway coming up on the back nine. Sean Toulon, uh, Senior Vice President of Callaway and General Manager of Odyssey, will join us coming up in uh, just a few minutes from now. All right, uh, we, we talked about Phil Mickelson. We talked a lot about with Jeff Rude about some of the way the game's changing and, and things like that. It is interesting, Bob. We went through some of that top 10, yeah. and we talked about this a little bit before, but you know, with two players up there from this generation, I actually counted, I think there were 10, there were 40 of the top 50 all-time winningest players mm-hmm. that w- had finished their competitive that had finished their wins prior to the year 2000. And that's kind of really where Tiger, you know, escalated yeah. the, the purses. End of the 90s, going into the 2000s, correct. So you could probably make a case that there's a correlation. Hey, the money went up, the wins went down. Guys made more money, maybe less motivation, not quite as hungry as Jeff Rude pointed out. I, I, or is it simply the fact that he also pointed out this is the deepest golf has ever been? Yeah, I think I think it's a little bit of both. Um, guys get guys get kind of fat and sassy with uh, with making all that money, and you know some of those guys don't want to get up off the couch, and uh, they don't, so to speak. 
um, they don't uh, they don't focus or um, or put their emphasis on winning, which is unlike what Phil, what Tiger, what the big names in the game uh, are trying to do on a weekly basis. They're going to try to win golf tournaments, and you've got all those guys that that continue to make uh, you know almost a million dollars every year. But without winning golf tournaments. Uh, well, but, let, let, let me jump in there. How about several um, million dollars? Yes. Every year exactly. without making golf tournaments. But I, I'm just going to say this, but I don't mean to cut you off, but mm. I, I, I'm not going to come on here and say that the guys today don't care or no. they're not as competitive or they don't want to win as much. I, I do think they want to win as much, but you can't tell me that circumstances don't affect the 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 hunger if you to borrow Jeff Rude's I agree with word, you right I mean yep. there was it meant a massive amount to you, you, players in your dad's era yeah what what that meant to your individual family for your dad to win a golf tournament right and so I think it wasn't it wasn't about becoming millionaires it was about taking care of your family and yeah. earning a living okay and whereas the guys in today's world that are playing on tour. Yeah, they're earning a living for themselves and their family and stuff like that, but their focus isn't to be a millionaire. And the guys on tour are millionaires that keep their card and continue on year after year after year are multimillionaires because of what they're able to do. Yeah, well, it's true. And I look at it more of a celebration of the growth of the game and the professional game than I do as a detriment. That said, it does make me question – uh, I, and I think that's attracted more and more players and athletes into no the game doubt. of golf, which makes the fields deeper, makes it harder to dominate, makes what mm-hmm. Tiger and Phil have done in this generation that much more special. What VJ was able to do, all the players that, that Jeff had just mentioned. So, I, mm-hmm. again, I look at it as a positive thing, but I do think you're probably going to see – I don't know if you're going to see players get up into their 40s and 50 wins, you know, that type of thing. One of the things we haven't talked about on the show this week also is Jason Kokrak won for the third time. Yeah. How about that? You're right. We should That's have. amazing. Yeah. So here's a guy that conversely has figured it out and is now starting to win golf tournaments, and he likes that feeling. And I'll guarantee you he wins quite a few more before his career's over. Mm. So a winner's a winner is a winner, huh? Yeah. All right. It's all about winning. All right. So. Hey, let, let's take that to, as, a, as a point to shift gears. We mentioned Rory McIlroy. Uh, we talked to Phil Mickelson, closed with a 65 to win the Charles Schwab Cup championship. Uh, mm-hmm. Remarkable. Uh, we talked much, a lot about that in segment one. Uh, Rory McIlroy opened the DP World uh, Golf Tour Championship with a 65 and said afterwards, I think I found my golf game. Well, that, that's great news. I, I like this quote. He said he's always been a visual player. He's always yeah. seen shots. Yeah. Uh, he says, people will probably see me playing shots again. Maybe not quite as much as Bubba Watson, but that's how I've always played golf and seen the game. I just needed to get back to seeing it like that again. I want you to break that down. And in the context of one of my favorite things that I used to love to hear players talk about is when a golf course fits their eye. You would right. hear someone say, golf course doesn't really fit my eye, or this golf course really fits my eye. And that typically related to their success or lack thereof in a particular tournament. So with that frame and what Rory said there, what is that? What is he meaning by visual players, seeing shots, playing shots, and that's how he needs to, that's how he sees the game. 
Well, if a golf course fits your eye, first of all, I'll talk about that one because it's go along with the visualization and seeing seeing shots. Um, if golf course fits your eye, a lot of it is because it shapes the correct way for the shots that you hit. Okay. Um, now, as far as seeing shots again, um, a lot of the things these guys do when in their pre-shots routines and such is to visualize what they're trying to do, the shot they're trying to hit. Is it going to be low with a fade? Is it going to be low with a draw? Is it going to be high with a fade that's going to hold into the wind? Is it going to be a draw into a left pin placement? Rory is able now to visualize those shots that he's trying to see. A lot of guys get too mixed up and too hung up on um, stats and swing thoughts and all that kind of thing. And we've heard it time and time again. Get back to playing golf like when you were a kid. And I think that's what this is allowing Rory McIlroy to do is to see the ball in flight and be able to hit that shot in flight and not worry about all the swing mechanics so much. So uh, also chasing maybe something that he shouldn't. Now, your dad went from fading to hooking the golf ball. He did. That's a massive change. Tiger yep. took the opportunity after dominating to flip it around and try to chase a draw with Hank Haney, right? Um, what, what is it, what is it about that? He mentions he's not going to quite play the shots like Bubba. So he's not going to bend it like Bubba, but he does like to, for him, rather than trying to chase straight or chase whatever someone thinks he should chase, he's going back to just hitting the shots he likes to hit. He's going back to hitting the ball, curving the ball shape and, and curving the ball and being able to work it into positions, uh, off the tee into the greens uh, to give him the best opportunity to score. Hmm. That's interesting. I, I I think it's fascinating the the approach that players it go. You you could take this segment and go right into course management and mm-hmm. approach to a golf course. And yep. so many times, as us amateur golfers, we find ourselves in a situation where we press, knowing we're not comfortable, but feeling like, "Well, I got to go for this, exactly. or I got to try to hit this shot." When there is a more comfortable shot that will most likely lead to a more consistent. Better result eh, and a better successful result. Yes, yes. Correct. It's it's really it's it's a great discussion. Thanks again to uh, Jeff Rue for for joining us. Sean Toulon still to come. Uh, Caddy still to come as well. Thanks for joining us, Brian and Bob. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. 2020 has been a lesson in the unexpected, but the real estate market has adapted to the new normal. I'm Bob Casper from Real Golf Radio and the Casby Real Estate Group. With trends we've seen and the COVID vaccine, it helps us to make predictions for 2021. So here's what you can expect. Interest rates will continue to be low. Home values and prices will continue to rise for now, and there's going to be more new construction. No one can predict the future. But we have the experience to develop a unique plan just for you. So let's talk. Send an email to Bob at CasbyRealEstate.com. That's Bob at K-A-S-B-Y Real Estate.com. 
Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things I've gone through and it worked I could see instantly and 12 years later I haven't had any issues at all I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir Bruce and Boyd Summerhays Bob Casper and me oh and mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your LASIK procedure do it now at Hoops vision.com now back to real golf radio with brian and bob all right thanks again jeff rude joined us here in hour number one we got a great back nine for you sean toulon senior vice president of callaway golf general manager of odyssey founder of toulon design will join us coming up on the back nine for an in-depth look at putting club fitting and the supply chain and how it's affecting the golf industry plus america's favorite caddy stops by can't wait to visit with him and uh see what he has to say as well you know i'm excited to talk some putting bob uh had around this week 27 pots nice i'll tell you what they're there, you can the you know, the match is coming up, and Brooks and Bryson are going to go all testosterone. But there is something extremely satisfying and gratifying about making putts. And I had one putt that was a I had to throw it about a foot outside the hole on a downhill breaker for par. This isn't even for birdie, Bob. Hmm. And I hold it for par, and that was that felt so good to trust the line yeah. to hit it where it needed to go, and then watch it. Uh, just go right into the jar. That's I mean, there's something about putting that's great, and I can't wait to talk to Sean more about that. Yeah, when you can get focused in and you can see the line and you can hit a putt on the line that you're looking at and watch it go down that line and watch it go in the hole, it there's nothing like it. It's, it's fun. really cool. It's fun. Making putts is fun. That's the <laughs> that's the theme of the show today. Playing golf is great. Making putts is fun. Take that to I the agree. golf course with you and have some fun today. Hopefully you're in a place where you can get out there and play. All right, we've got to take a short break. Hour number two coming up straight away. Thanks for joining us here. Happy Thanksgiving next week. All you're listening to Real Golf Radio.
You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. House Democrats have won the first round of the very expensive partisan social spending bill. President Biden's Build Back Better legislation passed by a thin majority. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. The yeas are 220. The nays are 213. The Build Back Better bill is passed. The House now has about one week to get the legislation ready for a Senate vote. Vice President Kamala Harris has become the President of the United States on Friday for a brief period of time. While Biden is under anesthesia for a routine colonoscopy at Walter Reed Medical Center in Bethesda, Maryland. As set out in the Constitution, the Vice President will work from her office in the West Wing during this time. President Biden turns 80 years old tomorrow. The Patriots beat the Falcons in the Thursday night football game last night, 25 to nothing. USA Radio News. This report is sponsored by Office Depot. Just in time for the holiday season, Office Depot customers can now enjoy 20-minute in-store and curbside pickup, helping to get orders faster and easier than ever before. Customers can also save all season long, both online and in-store, on office furniture, laptops, monitors, planners, calendars, and a wide variety of other supplies and business essentials. From now until the end of the year, Office Depot will feature new daily and weekly holiday deals to help small business owners, remote professionals, students, and teachers Teachers finish 2021 strong and prepare for the new year ahead. And don't forget about additional chances to save on Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Shoppers can also stretch their dollars further this season with a free Office Depot Office Max Rewards Program membership. With Office Depot, holiday time is the perfect time to take advantage of deals on must-have supplies, time-saving services, and top-shelf gifts for every wish list. To learn more, visit OfficeDepot.com or OfficeDepot.com slash store locator to find a store near you. Pharmacy giant CVS will be closing hundreds of stores a year for some time into the future. CVS is closing 900 stores over the next three years. That's nearly 10% of their United States locations, while adding more health services at remaining locations. The largest U.S. pharmacy chain saying they will close 300 stores a year while adding primary care offices at certain sites, as well as converting more stores into so-called health hubs, with offerings such as diagnostic testing, mental health services, and hearing exams. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. As the House tried to pass President Biden's massive partisan social spending bill while most Americans slept last night, California Republican Representative Kevin McCarthy slammed Biden's spending bill in a marathon floor speech, delaying the vote for Friday. He's building up the IRS to go after every American who spends $28 a day. USA Radio News. At the American Veterinary Medical Association annual convention in Washington, D.C., I spoke with Dr. John Howe, AVMA president, about One Health. One Health is really a collaboration between physicians and veterinarians or public health officials. For example, in Minnesota, our state public health veterinarian deals with zoonotic diseases, rabies, for example. Animals are sentinels for humans, and humans are sentinels for some infections in animals. There's more valuable information at avma.org. Two men who spent decades in prison for the murder of black activist and civil rights advocate Malcolm X in 1965 were exonerated on Thursday. 
After the Manhattan District Attorney, Cyrus Vance, apologized for what he called violations of the law and the public trust. We are moving today to vacate the convictions and dismiss the indictments of Muhammad Aziz and Khalil Islam for the assassination of Malcolm X on February 21, 1965. But I want to begin by saying record to Mr. Aziz and his family, and to the family of Mr. Islam, and the family of Malcolm X, that I apologize for what were serious, unacceptable violations of law and the public trust. I apologize on behalf of our nation's law enforcement for this decades-long injustice, which has eroded public faith in institutions that are designed to guarantee equal protection of the law. Your Honor, we can't restore what was taken away from these men and their families. But by correcting the record, perhaps we can begin to restore that faith. As detailed in our papers, there are two grounds for our motion. Newly discovered evidence and the failure to disclose exculpatory evidence. There is only one ultimate conclusion. Mr. Aziz and Mr. Islam were wrongfully convicted of the crime. In a case that rested entirely on eyewitness testimony, every single eyewitness to testify the trial has died. Lance Pry, USA Radio News. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Now, the back nine. Where business gets done. Where majors are won and boys become men. One day you'll get it. Hour number two of Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper on the Real Golf Radio Network. Welcome in the back nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks so much for joining us. We've got a great hour for you. Sean Toulon, the vice, a senior vice president of Callaway Golf and general manager of Odyssey, founder of Toulon Design, will join us coming up here for an extended in-depth look at putting, at club making, and the future with the supply chain and how it will affect the golf industry coming up in 2022. Also, we'll welcome in our good friend, America's favorite caddy. And, uh, you know, this is going to be a good this is gonna be a good hour. Thanks so much to Jeff Rude, who joined us in hour number one. Again, you can always follow us here on SiriusXM, on our favorite radio station, flagship station, 1280 and 97.5 The Zone in Salt Lake City, Utah, as well as on Twitter, at Real Golf, and your favorite podcaster sites, iHeartRadio and The Works. So thanks so much to uh, you for accessing the show uh, every week, however you choose to do so. We appreciate you being with us. And Jeff Rude, that interview, if you missed it, is there available on our Twitter feed, at Real golf all right um bob uh we've had some good discussions 
around Phil Mickelson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rory McIlroy also, after opening with a 65, declaring, I found my golf game. And I, I, you know what? It's mm-hmm. To me, that's great news. We, we were hopeful to see Jordan Spieth return to form. And I think now it's looking forward for Rory McIlroy to return to form. That Those are two extremely popular players and I think important assets for the tour and for the game and the the popularity and the viewing, I guess, uh, ratings and, and so forth, to have those two guys healthy and playing well. Well, you know, not long ago, Rory McIlroy won a golf tournament, you know, especially later towards the end of the season before we got to the playoffs. Uh, for the third time on that same course there at Quail Hollow. Mm. So um, he wasn't that far off. But we saw shades of his um, inability to score uh, at the Ryder Cup, and uh, now he's finally feeling he's back, and I like that. Yeah, uh, so that's good news. Also coming up Friday after Thanksgiving, it's the match. Brooks the match. and Bryson. Look, I'm going to tune in for the entertainment value of this match. It's only 12 holes, and I'm as much interested in Phil and Barkley and their commentary as I am what's yeah. going to take place. Uh, and out and there that'll be fun. Win. That'll be fun to hear that interaction. All right, coming up, uh, Sean Toulon, Callaway Golf, Odyssey Golf will join us. Also, the caddy still on tap. Thanks for joining us here on the back nine of Real Golf Radio. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things I've gone through and it worked I could see instantly and 12 years later I haven't had any issues at all I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir Bruce and Boyd Summerhays Bob Casper and me oh and mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your LASIK procedure do it now at Hoops vision.com to get your highest performing tour ball you need to build it with the highest quality to get the highest quality you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints and to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core you need unique 3d x-ray that's why one tour ball is more centered than another and it might not be who you'd think chrome soft This ball really does change everything. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. 
Have you heard? There's an all-new experience coming to St. George, Utah. Black Desert Resort at Entrada is a full community resort experience featuring a resort hotel, private residences, world-class dining and shopping, a Tom Weiskopf designed championship golf course, and so much more. With a simple message of remarkable within reach, Black Desert Resort beckons you to visit and even stay for a lifetime. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available at blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada. Unlike anything you've experienced before. Building a driver to deliver more speed isn't new. The way we're doing it is. We're pushing artificial intelligence to go even further. The new jailbreak AI speed frame is designed to promote faster ball speeds across the face. It's a structural shift in design, delivering performance in a way you've never seen. We're not just building drivers, we're framing the future of speed. Only in the new Epic Drivers from Callaway. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks so much for joining us. Really excited to welcome in our next guest. He's a longtime friend of ours and uh, one of the industry giants. He's the senior vice president of Callaway Golf and the general manager of Odyssey and, of course, founder of Toulon Design, which is part of that Odyssey group. The one and only Sean Toulon joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Sean, what's up, buddy? Hi, Brian. Hi, Bob. How are you guys? We're great. Uh, it's yeah. always a pleasure to have you on the show, man. It's uh, We've been doing this 22 years, and you've been coming on the show for nearly all of that time. And um, it's uh, it's pretty cool to see what has transpired and how the game of golf has evolved over the last couple of decades. Innovation has certainly been at the forefront, huh? It absolutely has. And I, I would say it's now even more at the forefront than it's ever been. And I, I tell you, um, I just got back from spending three days um, at Sea Island, which is just a magical place, but for the RSM and, you know, spending all this time with players, we, we, we ended up sitting, I think, almost 30 players for putters this week. Um, but just their acceptance of information and data and analytics now, mind-blowing. It's such a change, uh, which is going to have a massive impact, I think, for all golfers. Um, for overall performance, whether it's a driver, a set of irons, a ball, a putter, a wedge, it doesn't matter. Huge opportunity, and uh, I think a really um, nice upswing for all of us for performance. That's awesome. You talk about putters um, and putting with the players out on tour and fitting them um, and those types of things. You know, a lot of those guys have track men that they use in their long game. Are there are there any types of those types of things that they can acquire data from and that kind of thing? while they're out on tour to be able to fit into a, a putter that's even better for them? Yeah, there is now. And I would say it's not nearly as ubiquitous as TrackMan or GC Quad, but it's called Quintix. So you get really great ball data um, uh, and roll data. So you get a little bit of club data, not a ton, but we can get that in other ways. So we sort of have to piece it together a little bit. But Quintix... Um, is, is something that was really interesting for us to use. And we helped um, at uh, Sea Island. They just built this, guys, this magnificent performance center there. It's just, it's, it's incredible. And inside there, Phil Kenyon is, uh, is their lead instructor, putting instructor, and a guy named David Angelotti. And we helped 
create uh, the Odyssey fitting experience there. So it's got all the latest equipment, including Quintech, and it, it blows people away. It's even, I would say, even the tour players who haven't seen that type of equipment before. Sean Toulon joining us here on Real Golf Radio. So I was reading one of your tweets um, that you uh, p- posted and retweeted from uh, Odyssey Golf, which was pretty impressive. I mean, when you look at some of the, the numbers from Odyssey this year on tour, you've got 61 global wins, closest competitor 48, 752 top 10s, 8,481 overall usage. I mean, it's pretty dominating, pretty amazing stuff. And I love, you know, you're never one to rest on your laurels. You typically are dominating, but you don't, you're not satisfied. And so while you message that you're proud of the efforts of your team, you made a promise to eclipse those numbers handily in 2022. That's pretty bold, sir. It is, but I, I have more information than the people that have to read those things. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just, I couldn't be more excited about the products that we're getting ready to launch. The, the week at, at Sea Island um, was final testing of a uh, prototype that um, I think we're going to have maybe five or six go right in the bag this week. That would be awesome. Um, and just the things that we're able to do now um, that Odyssey and Toulon is, is really more intertwined with the R&D folks at Callaway is amazing. And a lot of it is coming, you guys, from AI and, and being able to look at materials in a different way, how to manage CG and inertia and some of these things that um, you know, typically to get really high inertia, um, you have to put the CG in a spot that might not be the best for a putter. So we're learning more and more about those things and how to manage that through material science. And, it, you know, in the end, it's all talk. But in the end, um, the ball either rolls better or it doesn't. And these putters definitely roll the ball better. That's why we're so jacked up. Mm. Well, well, the proof is in the pudding with the wins and all those uh, stats. Um, yeah. What... Uh, you know, what do the players say? What do what do they um, come out with and, and ask for? Or what do they um, or what are they excited about with with these new products? You know what the players are, um, I would say now, Bob, what they're what they're they're more they have more access to really good information. And that used to be that only a few players would really pay attention to their stats. Um, but now the stats that we get, and I'll, I'll give you a Xander. Xander would be perfect. From four to eight feet, Xander, I, I, and these numbers are a little bit old, but directionally you'll get it. I think he was the number one play, uh, putter in the world. From like 12 to 18 feet, he was like 60th or 80th or something like that. <clears throat> so the question he asked is, what the heck is going on? Um, so we can take information like that back to Carlsbad, sit down with all the smart guys and, and gals and, and try to figure out a different way to attack things. So that just what I said earlier in the opening is the access we have to data um, and the curious minds and smart minds that we have to analyze it and try to come up with ways to improve performance um, is, is now at an all-time high. So a lot of these, I'll give you a perfect example. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm fighting a little cold. But a lot of these really high, higher MOI mallets, so I would say mallets of, that would have inertia of like 5,000 um, IZZ, which is just a measurement kind of a forgiveness. 
they typically will have a CG that's pretty far back. That's an easier way to get high inertia. And a putter like that, when you stroke it, um, has a tendency to want to sort of open in its backswing as it goes on its arc. Um, but it takes a lot of energy to stop the opening as you transition into your forward stroke and actually get it to rotate back to square, which is really important in putting. Mm -hmm. So what we see, especially um, with, and we saw it with about 10 or 12 players that we could really measure this, that their miss bias, especially when they got in contention with a putter like that was to the right. Um, So we started working on things immediately on, how could we get high inertia without bringing this right miss into play? It's just things like that. You just have access to information, and now we have more tools to solve really complex problems. Mm. You know, Sean, when when we grew up playing the game of golf, a lot of players, uh, especially tour players, uh, really good putters, putted, putted on feel. So now they have yeah. access to all this data and all these statistics and, and everything. How does that relate? Feel like what we used to play with to allow yeah. us to incorporate that data? Well, I think, you know, so there's the, there's the dichotomy, just like there there was. I mean, I, I you happen to have a, a pretty good putter in your family, um, and it, it, and that was that was the field stroke. And so there are people that, that are not overly interested, although I literally, we, we probably had 25 to 30 people through this, uh, protocol that we put them through over the last few days. And I'd say we probably had five or six that said, I am a field player, but they were interested in the numbers. So I think the, you know, it's this collision of art and science now. Um, you know, if we have a product of putter in this case, that the physics say will work better. Um, and, and there's a way for us to be able to tune that so it matches what the, the player feels sort of biomechanically. Uh, why wouldn't you want that? I remember talking yeah. to Nick Faldo and he just said, give me better. I don't care how much better. Better is better. And I want all of it. So, And I think that's more of the attitude of the golfers now and the, the tour players than ever. Great stuff. Sean Toulon from Odyssey Callaway Golf joining us here on Real Golf Radio. We'll take a short break. We'll come back more with Sean right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms. An indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns. And Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some. Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. 
This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things I've gone through and it worked I could see instantly and 12 years later I haven't had any issues at all I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir Bruce and Boyd Summerhays Bob Casper and me oh and mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your LASIK procedure do it now at Hoops vision.com you might know mountain land supply for its plumbing products but did you know mountain land supply also carries landscaping irrigation supplies and tools they can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe sprinkler heads and nozzles to use for your yard using smartphone technology you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers for all your landscaping needs go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, thanks again for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Continuing now with Sean Toulon from Callaway and Odyssey Golf. There was a lot of information there. I, I like to try to, to bring it down. I don't, I don't want to say dumb it down, but, but in some ways bring it to... The level of like like me like Bob obviously was a pro- professional golfer. His dad yeah. maybe arguably one of the best putters of all time. Um, but I when, don't even think that's arguable. <laughs> well, I was going to say arguably the best putter, but he <laughs> yeah. certainly is one of the best putters. Um, yeah. When when you're when you're out at the club and you're on the putting green and your buddy's got the new you know putter and and maybe it's it's the 10 mallet you know and, and you're putting i've been putting with the palm beach and i think okay do i want face balance i mean this was a big deal is it toe down face balance now mallets have toe down face balance option which is huge when you're when you're looking at that um if you don't have access to all the numbers which i'm i'm big at getting custom fit we, we could get into that with drivers and irons I, I it's been years and years since i ever pulled anything off the rack and hit it right i mean there, there's there's sure. science and benefits and experience behind all that but with putting going back to bob's kind of feel like, you know, if you tend to miss it right, get a toe down. If you tend to miss it left, get a face balance. I mean, there was always that sort of feel, but how, how do you determine? How do you know? How do you say, you know what? I, I putt pretty good, but I know I can always putt better. When do I make a change? What do I change into? Though, though I think those are questions that we all as golfers think about almost every time we play, I think. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I would say the the true answer, which is a 
sort of a bit of a bummer because I wish it, I wish there was just like three laws that you said if you do this, this is right. If you do this, this is your move. If you do this, this is what you have to do. But it doesn't really work that way. But what I would say is number one, and it's the biggest issue that people have, and it's caused by a lot of different things. But golfers are horrible aimers, mm. and and it's pretty hard to you know. It, it isn't very often you see somebody trying to shoot free throws aiming four feet to the left, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, but the the things that we see with amateur golfers, especially, is not only bad aim, but but inconsistent aim. And mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. I just did a um, a member guest at a really nice club in uh, in Atlanta, and one of the guys came, and he was like a you know an eight handicap, so a nice golfer. The first one from ten feet. He lined up. It's a, it's a straight putt. He was about six degrees off left, uh, which is if you're off from ten feet more than one degree, you will miss the hole altogether. He was off six. Wow. So so then I said, okay, let's reset. Try it again. He was off four to the right. So you know when people say I'm a streaky putter, that's usually where it comes from. That's ten degrees, and, Sean, that you just mentioned. What's that? That was ten degree spread. My from and honestly, yeah. It's, it's Brian we see it a lot we see it a lot more than you might think and the the reason why is they don't have a process to get calibrated so they don't set up the same way their ball position can move um you know from left foot toe to right toe by three or four inches that totally changes your alignment um you know sometimes it's inside their eye line sometimes it's out that totally changes stroke path and alignment and rotation and your ability to get it square. So the number one thing is get aligned consistently. And even if you're a bad aimer, be a bad aimer the same way all the time. You can putt well that way. But mm-hmm. it's, um, and you know, the product helps. Different putters can help with that. But a lot of it, honestly, is just, just diligence. Okay. So number one, you said there were three things. Is that... <laughs> Or, or did you oh, encompass them know. all there? <laughs> <laughs> I am fully caffeinated this morning, boys. <laughs> I, I, I'm, well, I'm writing this down. I've got number one, horrible aimers. Number two, what do I got to do here? <laughs> so no, but, consistency. But that, that would be the most important thing would be understand where you aim and then understand what causes that aim. And, mm. and to your point, the, the best thing you can do Go get fit. And it's more available now. And, you know, and if you're going to go get fit, pay the money to go get fit. So if it costs $200 to go get fit, I know that's a lot of money. But honestly, it'll be the best $200 that a serious golfer would ever spend. Are you going to save that in your Saturday bank game? Are you kidding me? Uh, that's uh, <laughs> that's that's money well spent. Hey, I will say this, Sean. You've come out with a lot of things. Stroke Lab technology. We got Triple Track, and I'll just give you an example. Uh, I had uh, I'd kind of cleared my bag out. We did a little trip to Mexico a couple weeks ago, and so uh, I was a little light, and I had a, a yeah. golf ball that didn't have Triple Track. Uh, I played on Saturday. I couldn't buy a putt. I'm not I'm not going to fully go with with the triple, but I played yesterday. Went, had my triple track 
and I only needed 27 putts to shoot 74. I was actually, you know, and that was, that was, that was a big difference. I went from 81 on Saturday to 74 on uh, yesterday. And so t- t- I don't know that that's it, but it felt like I was seeing the lines better. I was certainly making more putts and from long yeah. distance as well. So you've got triple track, you've got stroke lab. Uh, th- those are, those are all technology. Those are all aids. Those are all uh, uh, things that are set up to help guys, you know, and, and it was interesting. There was another guy playing with me and he had a different ball without triple track, but he had drift, he had dri- uh, drawn the three lines almost yeah. similar to triple track on there. I, th- I just kind of chuckled at that a little bit. <laughs> it's not that easy to do, but thank you. That's a good reminder. That was actually point number two. I can't remember what three was yet, but you might jog my memory, but <laughs> for, for golfers that are bad aimers, which is almost everybody use a line. You, know, you don't have to use a line from, 25 feet because you almost make none of those anyways. Um, but if you have a straight in eight foot putt, um, use a line. And because if you, if, and if you have a line on your putter that you can align with a golf ball, um, you're going to, you're going to aim dramatically better. Uh, and that helps. So I, I, I couldn't agree with you more on triple track. Um, and it was interesting. We, with all the players that we visited with this week, almost everybody on those types of putts uses the line. Mm. Almost everybody. Interesting. That's great. So yep. can you give us a little inkling about what's coming down the pike? I can. I can. I have to, at this point, um, they'll yell at me if I don't call them prototypes. So these are all prototypes, but okay. they're pretty much ready to go. We're just a little fine tuning um, from, from what we learned this week. But the, the, I'll just give you the theme. The theme is really high inertia with center of gravity that goes forward. And it's important for, for these reasons. High inertia means that when you miss hit a putt, um, the, the club is going to twist left, right? So if you miss hit one, let's say a half inch off the toe, which is a very common miss, not so much for a tour player, but for an average golfer, the putter wants to open up. As soon as that happens at strike, you're going to lose speed and the ball is going to launch to the right which means now you've missed your line. You missed your line just based on start line, but you're going to miss your line based on loss of speed. It's going to overbreak. So um, if we can reduce that, that's, that's awesome. The second part of it is to maintain the amount of ball speed and the, um, and the spin, the sort of the side spin robustness on miss hits. And in order to do that, you need to get the CG as close to the face as you can. Um, the problem is when you move the CG really close to the face, the inertia goes down. We've come up with a way to move the CG much closer to the face um, and keep the inertia over 5,000, which to my knowledge has never been done before. Mm. So that's going to be a theme that you see throughout our line. Uh, But that was really the things that we were putting the finishing touches on uh, this week out on tour. And it's, it's an amazing breakthrough for golfers. I love it. Sean Toulon is Senior Vice President of Callaway, General Manager of Odyssey, and I know we've taken a lot of your time. Uh, I just got to ask you real quick because I, I know, you know, putters is your passion, but you, you yeah. know, you're, you're there with all the clubs. Uh, this has been an interesting year, uh, certainly yeah. uh, from a manufacturing standpoint, I can't even imagine uh, the challenges yeah. with supply chain and all of that. Uh, what, what has that been like to manage through and what are, what can you tell us, uh, from a consumer standpoint going into 2022? Well, if one, um, it's been an 
I'm not on the ops side of it. My teams um, do the industrial design of all the products. Um, so we're a little bit upstream from that. We, we, in some cases, we create their issues. But um, it's just, I mean, if you think of where we were in 2020 of March, we pretty much told all of our suppliers that the world was going to end. And we canceled everything. And three months later, we said, don't cancel anything. In fact, we need to double or triple the orders. <laughs> and all of a sudden, there's no shafts, there's no grips, there's no heads. We just did a small back relief release of Phil's putter that he won um, mm-hmm. the PGA Championship, the left-handed right. uh, PM, the kind of the, the blade. We did 125, and somebody said, well, why did you pick the number 125? Because that's how many heads, grips, and shafts we could get. So, <laughs> I mean, we would have done more if we could have, but we couldn't get yeah. any. So, uh, but I will say this: our our ops team, um, uh, these people literally have not. I mean, I haven't had a vacation in in two years almost now, and the work that these people have done has been incredible. So, I think we're going to be okay in the first quarter. And I think it's going to start to get really actually quite good in the second quarter. So I think it's going to be better than it's been. It will still be strained. Uh, but I, I think for golfers and the numbers of golfers now, which we can measure from top golf, the people that have interest in golf is at an all time high. Uh, that's really exciting. But I think the supply chain is going to get a little bit better here kind of just around the corner. Mm, good. Well, there's so much more we could talk to you about, but again, being sensitive to your time, Sean, thanks so much for okay. spending a, a few minutes with us and uh, congrats on the success that you guys have had. And, and, and by the way, I mean, yeah, I mean, look, it's company success, it's corporate success, but what it does is it allows us that love the game to be able to play it better and to have oh, yeah. fine tuned instruments that, that make it fun to get out there on the golf course and, and to shoot better scores and to have, you know, great putting days like I had this week. And I just, I just yeah. made me think, man, I love this putter. And I'm just glad that Sean's <laughs> out there spending all this time developing cool putters that we can go out and make putts. So anyway, man, it's uh it does translate. I know it's a lot of numbers and it's a lot of material and it's a lot of science, but at the end of the day, there's guys like me that have a, a few hours to get out and enjoy the game. And, and we start rolling putts in and, and we're raising our odyssey. Like we're Phil Mickelson at the PGA and, and just kind of having a fun moment. And that's what, that's the love of the game, man. That's, that's, that's what you've always done. And, and it's what we yeah. enjoy about it so well thank you guys it's sometimes i i just i can't believe i get paid to do this so anyway, <laughs> well we enjoy, we've enjoyed the association and uh we appreciate your time as always yeah thanks if i i won't talk to you before thanksgiving have a great Thanksgiving, guys. All right. You, you do as well. well. Thanks, Sean. Okay. Yep. You bet. Yep. Sean Toulon uh, joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Uh, of course, uh, just just a great man, Senior Vice President of Callaway, General Manager of Odyssey, and uh, appreciate him spending the time with us. Hope that was helpful. A lot to unpack there, and uh, we'll talk more about it as we continue here on Real Golf Radio. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, The shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, the Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. I started Folds of Honor above my garage 13 years ago. 
because 90% of spouses and children of killed or disabled U.S. service members receive no federal education assistance. Our mission has never wavered. We honor their sacrifices by educating their legacy. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to you, I will be a construction engineer. An elementary school teacher. Thank you for helping me fulfill my dream of going to med school. We're able to award these scholarships because patriots like you refuse to turn your back on the cost of freedom. Join the Folds of Honor squadron today. Your $13 a month will help ensure we never turn military families away. This is your call to duty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to people like you, I know my dad is not forgotten. Those who know love heading to St. George, Utah for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What if there was a Scottsdale-style golf resort in St. George where you can stay and play? And what if you could own your own residence there? Well, now there is. Introducing Black Desert Resort at Entrada. The second and final chapter of the Entrada Vision offers a full community with exceptional amenities from residential villages, hiking trails through preserved lava flows, spa, world-class dining and shopping, and a Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course. It's literally an outdoor paradise that will strengthen family bonds and make lifelong memories. That's life at Black Desert. Find out how you can stake your claim at blackdesertresort.com blackdesertresort.com exclusive real estate opportunities are available now black desert resort at entrada unlike anything you've experienced before to get your highest performing tour ball you need to build it with the highest quality to get the highest quality you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints And to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core, you need unique 3D X-ray. That's why one tour ball is more centered than another. And it might not be who you'd think. ChromeSoft. This ball really does change everything. Now, back to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper on Real Golf Radio. Real Golf Radio. All right, welcome back. Thanks again to Sean Toulon for joining us. Hope you enjoyed that in-depth discussion around putters and the game. And the, the best thing that he said there, and this is, I'm hoping that's true, is that the supply chain should be in good shape come Q2 of 22 because I'll tell you what, not only just in the golf industry but in a lot of industries, it's uh, it's unfortunate when you – Go to the store and it's not at the store. It's that's right. Yeah, I mean, you, I don't, I'm not going to get into it. You know what I'm talking about, Bob? I've I've <laughs> You've had, had experience this week. I could fill yes, the whole have. show on it. I could fill the whole show on it. But you know what my favorite thing he said is? What's that? Your alignment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He said if you're if you're off alignment, but you're making putts, keep doing it. Well, no, he said, look, if you're going to be figured a, out, if you're going to be bad, if you're going to be poor aligned. At least yep. be consistent in your poor alignment because yes, if correct. you're con- and that makes that's that's golf, right? I mean, if you're going to hit mm-hmm. every shot left to right, then just aim left. 
It's the problem is you aim left and then you hit one left, you're in trouble, right? So I think it's the consistency. That's why it's always hard when you're playing with a partner and they they and you say, hey, buddy, what do you think? Does this look good? You don't know if they're going to push their putt, under, you know, or if they're going to pull their putt or yep. slice their putt. I mean, I know it, it happens, right? So it's hard to read it like, ah, I think you're a little left. Well, I can tell you, my buddy, our buddy, Phil Hoops, I play with him mm-hmm. a lot. If I line mm-hmm. him up at the hole, he's missing it right every time because he likes to just push it a little bit. Yeah. So, um, or is it the other way around? Anyway, it is different. So, there you go. But yeah, that was good. I love the I love that comment about uh, yep. reading it properly. You know, a guy that knows a lot about reading putts. He's America's favorite caddy. There are bag rats, <laughs> and then there are caddies. Maybe. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. We can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper. Here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. Everybody looks forward to America's favorite caddy, and he joins us once again. Hey, so on your time as a caddy when you were on the bag, uh, how often were you asked to read putts? I, I said you're great at reading putts, and I know you are. I just I don't remember how long, how often you would uh, your man would call you in for the read. That would really vary. Um, some weeks, a lot of putts. Some weeks, nothing. I think one of my one of my favorites was when uh, one of the players I worked with uh, was getting our first victory together, and we were on the very final hole, second seventy second seventy second hole of the tournament. I don't believe I had looked at a putt the entire week. He's got an eighty footer over a tier. <laughs> He's got a two putt to win. I put the bag down and he goes, where am I aiming this thing? <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, that's a great time to ask me to look at the first putt of the week. <laughs> I mean, that was pretty good. But he, but he did two putt and he won the tournament. So. Nice. Did, yeah. What did you tell him? Aim it somewhere near the hole? No, I gave him enough. You know, whatever it was. It was, you know, it was about six feet of break or something like that. Okay. He had a pretty good putt. He left it a little short, about two and a half feet short. And when he hit the putt to win, if you watched it on video, it might even be three three feet. If you watch the tape of it, um, he put he pumps his fist and says, "Yeah!" When the ball's about one third of the way to the hole. <laughs> there you go. I think he knew he made it. I think he knew he made it as soon as that's it left awesome. The it was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Knott has. I want to see Kevin not do that. It's one thing to walk at it. It's another to go, yeah, before it's going in. That's then risky. You're really throwing it. Yeah, you're throwing it down, aren't mm-hmm. you? No, it's not yeah. risky. If you know you've made it, it's not risky. But you don't want to be, yeah. There's nothing worse than celebrating a putt and then it doesn't go. That's embarrassing. Maybe Joe Daly hit, not... the, hit the rim of the cup oh, and popped back no, out. No, no, that. Oh, man. Uh, oh. He didn't There's celebrate. No, he threw his hat down. You, the look of despondence on it, like just sheer a gasp, a gasp was that's the definition of a gasp right there. And that was and, at tour school, caddy. Yep. Oh, uh, second to last hole at tour school. I yes. That. Is that correct. the largest Unreal. injustice? Is that the biggest injustice that a golf course has served up? I mean, that would be a hard one to that's a, quantify, but that's a bad. I, I got. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a better one at you. Charles Powell comes to the 18th hole at Torrey Pines, flies his third shot in the hole. Comes back in the water and he loses the tournament. There you go. That one's pretty that's bad. That's a bigger injustice. Yeah, well, that's yeah, a bad one. Because it went in the water. Yeah. Went in the water. Yeah, you could say that, but Charles Howe 
has been an ATM for a long time. Joe Daly's, I don't know what he's doing. He's playing. He played. He won the scene. He won the senior players at, at yeah, in Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah remember yeah. that one? Yeah, that was kind of out of nowhere. Mm. After, well, after that, yeah. yeah. What year was that when Tiger was on the fifteenth hole at Augusta, and he hit that beautiful shot in there? Was just posing and hit the flag stick and went in the in the uh, pond at fifteen. Went in the water. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's when he took the drop. I was going to say, was the injustice yeah. that he hit the stick and went in the water, or was the injustice that he took in the wrong drop but didn't get penalized for it? Oh yeah, there you go. Well, hmm. Yeah, but he was making the move. Take control. Wait, who's the golf writer? I'm, why am I blanking on his name? Was it Henry Longhurst who said, no good shot shall go unpunished? <laughs> there you go. That's, that's the definition of golf right there. Uh, I don't so know. back to reading putts. Yeah, back to reading putts. So I had a, I had a college player I was playing with. Did I already tell you this? Anyway, he, we were playing golf last week, and he tells me, he goes, you know, for – he qualified it, which kind of made me feel bad, but he qualified it by saying, basically, of all the non-really great golfers, <laughs> <he's>, <laughs> he told me that I roll it, that I roll my line better than anyone he's ever seen. And I was like, wow. And I was like, well, I'm sure not making enough putts. I remember telling him that, and, and his little brother, uh, who's a junior in high school and uh, winning everything right now in, in the state, he goes, reading speed, just got to get reading speed. And I'm like, okay, so on the one hand, I roll it good. On the other hand, apparently my speed and my read's not very good. So I got that going for me. <laughs> so if like you got it on your start line, then you know you're doing okay. Now yeah. you got to get the read and the speed. That's right. So I'm going to throw a little something about read and speed at you. If you're a reasonably good golfer, you drop three balls down on the putting green and just kind of hit them in a general direction sort of aiming them somewhere. How often do you see one of those three balls hit one of the other balls? Like almost every time? Like all the time. Right? Yep. All the time. What? So that tells us right there, that indicates to me that we're pretty good at repeating our stroke, whether we realize it or not. So the next step, this is an instructional for our listeners here, because I, I can, I can flat out putt. I can tell you that. I know, I know, I know putting. I can't hit it, but I can putt. So, the next thing you do is understand that, that your mechanics are not that bad and they're not the issue because you can consistently start a putt the same most of the time. So first of all, you have to identify where that natural starting line is. It may be left of where you think and it may be right. But once you know that, now you kind of know how to adjust your aim. And then, of course, from there, it's all about read and speed, like the guy said. That's, that's, that's the key. So I think people spend a little too much time on mechanics and focusing on how to hit a putt instead of where to hit a putt. That's mm. just my, said my piece. Mm. There you go. It's not like too that. far off what Bruce Summerhays was telling us this summer, huh, Bob? Yeah, that's right. One of those things that, well, go ahead and exactly what did he end up saying? I mean, you were there the whole time talking with him. Yeah, no, he was, he did, when he goes out to practice putting, he doesn't even take three balls. He takes one and he, and he only practices long putts. He doesn't practice short putts. He's like, you don't need to practice short putts. You're going to make them. So just as long as you get your speed. So all he does is hit and he'll, and he'll walk them off. So he'll hit 20 footers. He'll hit 30 footers. He'll hit 40, 50 footers. And he said, once you're doing that and you're getting used to hitting that, by the time you get up there to a five footer, it looks like a, the easiest layup ever. You know, so why grind over five footers on the practice screen before you go out? That was his. That was his opinion. Hmm. 
I like See that. You, here's another putting. Here's another putting tip for you. <clears throat> a putt. You'll notice one thing professional golfers do is they always watch the putt and the caddies. Sometimes Bones used to do it so much it looked like he was trying to make you realize he was doing this. But pay attention to the ball after it rolls past the hole. Watch it till it stops. So now you've already read the putt coming back. Mm, yep. And that's that's rule number one. Rule number two is. If you think about how gravity works, a putt coming back up the hill tends to be pretty straight. That's just how gravity works with the golf ball. Hmm. You know, if it's not 12 feet past the hole. But if it's right. a short putt coming back up, it tends, it's almost always an inside the hole putt coming back. Almost always. Because it fell um, down to that, that almost down, down the, the gravity hill. line. When yeah. it was going down. Going yeah. down yeah. the fall. It's going down the fall line when it passes the hole, generally, right? Now, this is, there are exceptions to this for super fast greens and other things like that. But in general, it's not a bad rule of thumb mm. to understand it's probably an inside the hole putt coming back. And if I watched it, I know it's inside left or inside right. Yeah. So all these little tricks, all, there's all these little putting tricks about reading greens. But I believe that the long putt thing, couldn't agree more. Practice long putts. I would do it the best thing you can do is have putting contests with someone else because you want to put it, you want to put yourself under the gun. So you, you practice, you do a putting contest with long putts because you're almost always ending up with what about a four five or six footer, which are the key, which, which are the other things you need to do. If you're a really good putter from six feet and you can get a long putt close, you're going to kill it. That's it. Because nobody hmm. really makes anything outside of six feet statistically anyway, or outside of eight feet. So yeah. practice those short, practice, you know, six footers and do a lot of, you can, you can hit lots of six footers in a row. That's fine. But the long putt, yeah, I think I, I think I love the putting contest for somebody else. One ball, 20, 30, 40 footers, and then make the next one because you're under the gun and you'll learn how to start getting it close. Love it. I'll be, that's, that's, I'll, and I'll tell you what was interesting. We spent almost two hours out there that day on the putting green. And all of a sudden, I started making a couple 30, 40 footers. That, that was what was interesting. Um, but anyway, kind of, kind of cool stuff. Hey, Caddy, great info. Uh, before we uh, run out of time, uh, coming up Friday after Thanksgiving next week, and happy Thanksgiving, by the way, yeah. the match with Brooks and Bryson. What do you make of this one? Well, I believe well, – I, I, I will be very disappointed if we don't have a good little tweeting war back and forth between these two <laughs> gladiators. You're not saying Are you fisticuffs? Not entertained? Are you not entertained? <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you, what okay. do you think? Is the, is the tweet wars going to be better than the actual match? Uh, no question. Mm. It's all about the tweet war. Yeah. I think Bryson – I mean, come on. You know Bryson's just eating this up. He just loves poking the bear. And Brooks loves putting the body slam back. So I, it'll be fun. It'll be fun watching the tweets. And, yeah, but the match, yeah, well, hey. I mean, I had a good Thanksgiving one time in golf. Yes, okay. I did. Skins I know what you're going to talk skins, about. Skins game victory. Set, mm. the, set the all-time record, my – my my financial advisor, or enabler, I should say, set the all-time record for skins that day. 
won a guy a car, won a guy in the car, won the guy in the crowd a car. I mean, it was tremendous. All <laughs> kinds of cool things happened. There was a skirt involved, but we can't talk about that. Yeah. Did did the, did your player give you a cut of the skin money? Oh, I can either confirm. Or there I knew that was coming. Any financial transaction. Right, but let right. me just say, let me just say, uh, I did not leave Thanksgiving hungry. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, Caddy. We appreciate you coming on the show. We're grateful for you and the stories and the fun time we have every week. And uh, enjoy some turkey. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, gentlemen. There you go. That's the caddy joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Short break. We'll wrap up the show next. Thanks for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Hey, guys. BT here. And Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. Hotel Park City, along with the Spa and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, are open. Parents were tired, forced into homeschooling, juggling work at home and kids at home. Well, take a staycation and escape to Hotel Park City. The pool's open, fitness center, bandanas grill, Ruth's Chris, the spa, and the golf course. From suites and the cottages that offer private hot tubs on the balcony and three fireplaces, you got to get away. To Hotel Park City, call 435-940-5077. That's 435-940-5077 for reservations today. 2020 has been a lesson in the unexpected, but the real estate market has adapted to the new normal. I'm Bob Casper from Real Golf Radio and the Casby Real Estate Group. With trends we've seen and the COVID vaccine, it helps us to make predictions for 2021. So here's what you can expect. Interest rates will continue to be low. Home values and prices will continue to rise for now. And there's going to be more new construction. No one can predict the future, but we have the experience to develop a unique plan just for you. So let's talk. Send an email to Bob at Casby com. That's Bob at K-A-S-B-Y realestate.com. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents 
trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. Uh, thanks to the caddy for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Always good to hear some stories and have some fun with uh, America's favorite caddy. Also, a special thanks to Sean Toulon, the uh, senior vice president of Callaway Golf and general manager of yep. Odyssey and just a good friend of the show. Really appreciate uh, those guys for spending some time. Great putting tips, Bob. Great yeah. putting tips. Well, between the both of them, I mm-hmm. thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm still going to hit up Sean Toulon for my Toulon 7. You're going Toulon 7. I did yeah. want to ask him about that. You've been playing the regular 7 with the insert. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. going to the non-insert. Wonder what the difference might be for you. How? What's the feel difference going yeah. to be for you with the forged versus the, the insert? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what he has to say, and I'll talk to him about that a little bit and see what he see what uh, what I can do. I'll tell you what I have loved my Toulon Palm Beach. I can tell you that, man. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you twenty seven putts this week? Yeah, Woo-hoo. you did. I like yeah, that twelve putts good. on the front nine. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. I like it. All right. Thanks also to Jeff Rude for joining us. If you missed any part of the show, hit us up on your favorite podcast site, or you can download it off our Twitter feed at Real Golf. Thanks to our producer, Dave Glauser. For Bob Casper, I'm Brian Taylor. Wishing you all a happy Thanksgiving week. We'll see you next week right here on Real Golf Radio. Follow us on iHeartRadio Talk and stay in touch 24-7. A special news and update station you control. That's iHeartRadio.com slash talk.